Hello, this is Black Country Blokes Tune the Fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk. But in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the mums, especially on my own. Let's get going. Listen, listen, listen. I've been, yeah. The Black Country Blokes Tune Fat, about everything it is, mental health, disability and life in general. Here me, Kev Dillon, I'm a partner in crime as always, Lee Cadman. And today we're going to be discussing downtime, how we relax. But before we get into that, as always, our gratitude list. Because I always like to think to myself, there's plenty of things in the world to be grateful for, so focus on them. Focus on the things that make you grateful <laughs> instead of the things that make you down. I'm grateful. I had the weekend off this weekend. Um, my daughter went acting, then she went swimming. So Saturdays, as every parent knows, is a busy day. You're a taxi. Deer down everywhere. But we went to Bliss Hill in Ironbridge. It was lovely because we normally go to Black Country Museum. And it was, it was great just being there, walking around. I love the characters and then kind of place in these living museums. It's got a great fair there, isn't it? Well, the fair wasn't on because it was winter. Oh, but it was, it was great just going in there at the houses, going around. And I love learning stuff. I learned about the telegram, learned about fabrics, learned about women's rights because I love my daughter to learn about women's rights and the brave people who come before us to allow women to vote and how hard it was back then and how blessed she is to live in these times. So I love that. Yeah. And just, you know, quality time with me, my wife and my daughter. Did they, uh, they still have the bank there where you change yeah, yeah, money? We, yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? Well, she, we, we've changed the fiver into shillings and half mm. pennies, but she's got the piece of paper that you can go around and work it out. Mm. Great learning tool again. Yeah. And then my wife bought um, instructions on how a lady should use a fan because back in the day, women weren't allowed to flirt or allowed mm. to come on. So it's like, I'm engaged or I'm sorry. And it's these different things. And it's that set in 1900. Even that's only 124 years ago. Mm-hmm. But how far the world has come in, in that time of our two world wars. And the mad thing is that's only three generations ago. Three, three to four generations. Well, it's, I mean, there's people who live 200, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you're right on the cusp with that. But it is. It's a million miles. How quick, how quick everything's changing that time. Well, I talked to one of the ladies who worked there and we were saying about that, like, um, from the telegram, to a letter could take, like, from here to Australia, could take six months, basically, to get mm. there. So then the telegram, that could take, you know, hours, to this, to that, to now we've got everything, instance. Mm. And, you know... It, for when we were kids, if you're looking up to have a house phone, then it was the fax, then it's the email, and now it's just literally everything is clicked on. Mm-hmm. You could talk to your auntie in Australia, FaceTiming for free. Mm-hmm. Whereas a house phone, you know, when we used to phone my auntie <laughs> Angie in America, it was a, a once we'd phone her a month, then she, you know, us, and it cost you a month's salary. Yeah, you know what I mean, or. Phoning back from home when you're abroad, you've stood there at the uh, the phone box putting your 10 P's or your pounds in. Mm. And that, that's, what, 20 years ago? Probably a bit more than that. Well, would you say, look, if you think 2024? Yeah, I remember in 2000s, uh, when we was leaving school, wasn't it? that year we left in 2000s, yeah. and I had a mobile phone then. So it's probably, yeah, probably is, isn't it, 20 years? 20 years? 
mm. how fast that's changed though and you had the people with the massive phones and mm. but that was day joe if you needed the phone your mum and your stairbridge and you picking up or whatever you you go to a phone box yeah and yeah. you remember everyone's numbers numbers that's it now you can barely remember your own well it is we've dumbed ourselves down because telephone numbers birthdays uh sat nav spell check we've actually considering we've got more knowledge coming into our brains which i personally believe the human brain isn't designed for too much knowledge but the actual knowledge that we used to need has become redundant telephone numbers how do i get from here to home i'll put a sat nav on you know, before you you'd look for landmarks. You turn left at the pub. You turn right at the letterbox. Mm. Nowadays, it's just listen to Tina on the bloody <laughs> on the thing. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I don't know whether it's. Uh, I know what you're saying. I don't know whether it's. I don't know whether it's our brain can't take. She's very clever in our brain. I think it it discards what it doesn't need. And, a, and phone numbers are a prime example of that. Really, you don't need to be able to store a phone number in your head now. But I mean, the human brain isn't equipped for so much information, i.e., like, you know, like you'd have, like, your news. Back in the day, your news, the old crier would come in, hear ye, hear ye, the king is dead. When did he die? Four years ago, but it's taken that long to get around the country. <laughs> in that time, we could have had four kings. To now, you've got, there was a house fire in Glasgow. That's tragic, but why have I got to hear about it? <laughs> There's a war in Yemen. That's terrible. Why have I... But you have all this bad information coming in. And I don't believe our human brains are designed for it. Like, it'd be me and you on the trowel, or me and you working, and i go, how are you? Oh, well, you never guess what, Jeff's dad's died. Let's have a whip around. Or yeah. you never guess what, uh, she's got poorly. Let's go and help her. Or I'm out of work. Can I help you? Whereas now we have got, we're bombarded by everything. Do you think it makes people more insensitive in terms of your, your now... Like, if that, that situation there will... Jeff's dad died, let's have a whip brain for him. But now we're hearing about death or tragic accidents happening constantly. We might not be on your doorstep, but is it then going, well, this happens all the time? I think, two examples, I think there's two extremes. Like, some are very sensitive. Mm. I have children up here at the boxing club who are having panic attacks because they think we're going to war tomorrow mm. and they think we're going to be bombed and we're going to World War Three. Their little brains can't handle what's going on. To we saw it in COVID and we see it in war. Oh, a thousand's died today, but don't worry. Only nine hundred's died today. It's been a good day. Yeah. So it's that you know what I mean? And then you see people uh, on like uh you uh, kids are playing on the fighting games all the time and they shoot them up and it's they don't realise if you stab someone five times, you might kill them, or once they're dead, they're dead forever. Mm. They've kind of got the the horror horror blinkers on you know what i mean you can cut someone's head off and they'll just have another life mm. so there's two sides to every coin isn't there there is i mean i'm uh, and let's let's be honest about it. us two growing up love movies still yeah. love movies but we watched 18 movies well before 18 with violence in and and, yeah. and whatever else so that's is there a difference between watching it and doing it yourself i don't mean going out stabbing i mean on a computer game doing it you, i you know. think there is I personally think it is. And once again, we would have a video or a DVD. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we'd watch that. And we'd watch that to death. Mm. Whereas nowadays, you could like go on a massive binge of every horror movie, sit there. You know, but I think when you start doing the act of stabbing and shooting people, in my opinion, mm. this is, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. In my opinion, watching a film 
to actually committing a crime on your game on the game a pretend yeah. crime but you're actually you can visualize doing it hmm. i mean the mad things i remember when things like um grand Theft auto came out and it was on a on the ps1 and you were you didn't look human in it yeah i don't did you i you, never played no it, but... I, i'm sure whether you see but basically you, you the view from it's on top so you're kind of looking on the top of someone's head so yeah. it's like this little blob that's moving around for, for one of the better you know what i mean so it's it's not human yeah. now i play with my lad on these games and you think you're watching a movie it's a movie now isn't yeah, it yeah you think you're watching a movie that you but you're you're taking part in it so it is a lot more realistic than it's ever been and then when you put the vr goggles on that just blows you away if you're in the room well i remember hearing back in you know it's a world of warcraft and someone would be sat there on a tv i don't know 24 inch screen and because you know they'd have a live there and people would starve to death but i was thinking but how is that possible when you're just looking at a screen mm. you know how have you forgot to eat or how have you let your children starve to death when it's a screen but when you're plugging yourself into a virtual reality and you become that you can see a you know what kev it's early days for that and, I've, and and i and our lad's got it and he's got an older version of it to be fair and i'll put that on and honest to god some of it you just and you play these games and you do get lost in playing them you do get you know what i mean you you i wouldn't say i thought i was there but it's like if you're walking across a tightrope and you feel and you fall you go you fall yeah you know what i mean it, um it's I think it's early days for this it's gonna be it's gonna be mind-blowing really uh because now you kind of you know you've got that good big goggles on but those goggles are gonna reduce and the the controllers you got are gonna end up being a little dot on your thumb aren't they you know so you're not gonna you're gonna feel really part of what you're doing the graphics are gonna be better so you do you just think are people gonna be living living there where they can create your own world or as much as possible because even even that knows a cost you know when we play games you completed a game and you went and brought another one yeah these games you can't complete or a lot of them you don't complete now it's just it's a never-ending thing um and all you can do is pay money to get upgrades while you're in there a new gun a new, a new this a new that whatever whatever it may be but you do wonder whether people are going to spend more time you can just imagine people on a sofa hooked up to a drip while they're playing this game because they're, they're too engrossed to eat well you can imagine you know and i've seen it on movies and i've seen it i think on a family guy and it's um you go on your holidays mm. so where are we going to go oh let's go to thailand or let's go to butlins or wherever you want to go you put it on and there you are mm. you know well, for it's a, funny a you say that on on that vr the one of the first thing me and my lad did on it you can um it's like you're uh it's like you're a bird and you're flying around these cities and exploring them mm. and even then it, oh, it blew my mind honestly you absolutely blew my mind you th feel like you're there you feel like you're, you're above a bird in this city flying around you looking at everything and it, it was amazing to be fair it really was well i think as an awful do they but it is that amazing that's why it hooks you isn't it yeah, yeah. and it is it's like like yeah. with our phones our tablets our brother the algorithms are so powerful mm. and then when you put all the sparkles on it and everything else you know imagine within goggles when it can be i don't know the smell and because you can smell the beef burger that triggers your taste so you mm. feel like you're eating a beef burger mm. so you're getting all the joys of eating a burger or a donna kebab or sipping a beer 
but you're not actually putting the calories into your body. I mean, that could have benefits as well as. Oh yeah, yeah, but that, but that could keep you there for longer, for longer. couldn't it? Yeah. So you feel like. Oh, well, don't worry, Mom. I've had my food today, but you haven't actually eaten. Mm. And next thing you know, you're a back of bones. So. Mm. But it's... All the things from growing up are very close. Oh, it all leads into what they've actually named the title, isn't it? And it's about uh, downtime, what you do when you're downtime. Yeah. That's what people, some people enjoy doing, isn't it? Well, we had someone come on here about the gaming. Because mm. the last game I played was Sonic the Hedgehog. You know what I mean? So I'm really out of the loop. But when he was explaining it to us... Steve was talking about it and he was saying, like, as you just said, you can get addicted to gaming because to get to this level, it's, I don't know, five, 10, 50 quid to get this new sword or get this character or get this football player or get this boxer. And next thing you know, you spend your week's wages. Yeah, I think a lot of it now is it's very much like the real world where it's what you've got in there as well. Yeah. Like, what, what you buy enhances you in the game doesn't it so it's not an earned thing anymore like you can't like we had to if we completed a game you had to earn completing that game by by getting good at the game and getting better and better and then completing levels whereas now you can kind of go well i don't really want to do all that i don't want to learn it i'm just going to buy that there yeah. and i'll end up at the same place that's not good values to teach anyone either is no it? it's not no it's not but that's kind of like real life in a sense as well isn't it it can move you along having money. Unfortunately. But it's really like with downtime, because like, I, I hear a lot about people on games now and uh, kids and grown-ups. Mm. You know what I mean? A lot of, I, you know, and I'm laughing. I just go, oh, I've banned him from his Xbox. So I'll send him out for a run so I can have a go on his Xbox. And, <laughs> and it's... Um, I think everything in moderation, isn't it? Yeah. Where I was talking, I'm just not the booze on the head. Uh, not for, not <laughs> you haven't done very moderate, have you? You've knocked everything on the well, edge. <laughs> but I'll say that because moderation's good for some people. Mm. Some people, I oh, know you understand, you have to go cold turkey. Mm. What I need to do is like, I've not the booze on the head, uh, I've not sugar on the head, caffeine on the head, not having takeaway. So I've gone boom. So, you know, you're going for your beer if you withdraw or something because people forget how addictive sugar and caffeine are. Mm. And when you're not the booze in the head, as any ex alcoholic will tell you, is like you crave sugar because they make sugar in your beer and your spirits and your wine. So when you go from having, I don't know, eight, ten points a day excess to uh, nothing, your body's craving out for a bit of sugar, chewing gum, sugar in your coffee. So to knock it all on you, a bit tough at the minute. But what I like doing it is some craving is proving to myself that I have got discipline. Mm. I want the chocolate. You want it, you don't eat it. Mm. You know. I want this, and but just remind yourself, I don't. And for the first however long, it's I don't sleep. I haven't had a good night's sleep in ages. But now it's coming out of my system. Two great, two or three night, great night's sleeps on the vents. Mm. And that's what you got to do. You got to let your body get used to the new you, haven't you? Just readjust. And I'm not abstaining from alcohol forever. You know, I've got one of my lads in the quarterfinals. Quarterfinals, touch wood if he wins. Semi-finals, finals. So we're going to Rotherham for the weekend. Me, my coach, my boxer, his dad. I'm going to have a drink and we're going to have the meals and but I'm going to do it again. And repeat, because there is no shadow of a day to me. When you knock this stuff on the head, eventually you start feeling better. Mm. Not overnight, because nothing happens that way. Boom, I'm a new man. But you have more motivation, even like something, you know, uh, in the bathroom, you run in me cupboard under the sink, 
run out of toilet rolls or there's one left they normally go oh, i'll do it tomorrow it's i'll do it now when you're not hung over when you haven't got things in your system you do stuff mm. when you're a bit half cut or whatever you go oh, i'll do it tomorrow i'll take the recycling out tomorrow but when you're on the ball you have to do doing little mundane jobs aren't you yeah yeah silly little things that make all the difference mm. yeah you do you get you, you, you i think you think more clearly in general don't you and it is it's why well, wait till tomorrow it can be done now. You're not as lazy. Not as lazy. You've got more energy to do something. Mm. My downtime at the moment, what I'm doing, because I'm up here all the time, instead of going outside for a fag or going out, having a coffee, or even looking at my social media, because that's my other thing. You're there checking on social media. How am I doing on Instagram? How am I doing on TikTok? How's the Black Country blokes? How's the Lions? I'm doing more weights. Mm. So I'm doing weights. Or if I don't do some weights, I've had Josh taking me on the pads. Or I jump on the bike. For 10 minutes if i've only got spare 10 minutes for a spare half an hour doing stuff and it, filling your time with being better mm. than just wasting time it's funny enough when i'll go back into training one of the things i'll make sure i do because I'll, I'll watch telly before i get asleep mm. but when i go back into training i'll make sure i'm reading before i get asleep yeah instead of watching telly which relaxes me more but it's also it's it you've put you in that mindset that every every bit of your day you're doing something towards helping yourself instead mm-hmm. of just watching mindless crap. Yeah. And, it, and that's the same principle, isn't it? It's the better in yourself, mm-hmm. isn't it? Social media, because yeah. I was, you know, I'm putting social media out here and I've got the lines and I've got this. So you're posting videos and you've got to respond back to stuff. I hate all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I hate it. But you find yourself doing it when I'm on a holiday, or if me and my missus go away, even for a night. I don't take my phone and I love it. Mm. Not not looking at my phone when she goes to the loo or not looking at my phone. Just just can't do the same. My curiosity. She takes a phone. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff now. You have to log in. Mm. You have to check in with your phone. Then she has a phone as a sat nav. Mm. Then she has a phone as a camera. But people don't phone. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm. And if you need, it's something <laughs> what important. What are you trying to say? <laughs> but she hasn't got my, my network where yeah. people are always phoning. And put shall I put on aeroplane mode or you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I find this because I do something similar, you know, when I'm down the van. Um, it's the only time really that I know all the family are safe because I'm yeah. there with them. Yeah. Like if I'm out and about, I have to have my phone on me because they're little. And um I'll do the same. I'll I'll have a day where at least a day where that phone is turned off. Yeah. Um and it's not near me. But then everyone else in the house has got the phone on them. Mm. You know what I mean? So I'll I'll sit and read or whatever, but it's always like, it's not awkward. It's not the wrong word, but it's also like, well, why am I doing this when everyone else has got the phone on them? Yeah. But then I think, well, it's for your own sake. It's safe, for your own to be, sake, to be honest. But you know what I'm saying? And yeah, if yeah, anyone yeah. else is on the phone, you're kind of like, well, you're all on your phone. <laughs> I might as well be on my own. Well, we um like because Kate still hasn't gone on social media since she's come back from holiday, mm. which is great for her. She wasting time. Mm. You know what I mean? What we're going to start doing, and we started this Saturday, every Saturday, a day in the week, a mm. weekend, because I can't say Saturday because things happen. But we, no tablets, no phones, and we're going to play a board game. Mm. How old fashioned? And we played horrible histories this week. Mm. I made a right good laugh. You know, just sitting there, just playing the game, an old fashioned board game. And it's great. You know, it's we get so tied down with the voices. Mm. A game of cards, a game of this, a game of you know, it's just but just going. Let's be with each other. Mm. Downtime, 
and I'm saying it's an old dinosaur. You know, you can do. I think we forget now, don't we, Kev? Because we've grew we grew up in the era without without all that, but we're also part of the era where we understand it. It's everywhere. Yeah, uh, and what I mean by understand it, like our parents couldn't they live that long without it? They don't really that care that much about it. Whereas we're we're in between them both, aren't we? My mom could do very complete. She looked in lockdown when we had a obviously couldn't see chats uh, see my daughter. So we she on the tablet, you know, seeing her over there. But she could do very altogether. Mm. But she hasn't got a smartphone. So when it's um at the parking, you know, and got you need a smartphone to do this. She goes, Well, I haven't got one. Can I just put my pound in? Mm. So she's that my dad's a gossip. He loves his phone, social media and all that, and he's always on it. So that's two people in the same household who are completely different. Different, yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I'm always on my phone, but at the same time, I love not being on it. Hmm. I love them things where I can just go, no, don't matter, live in the moment. Yeah, I think it's, um, I almost think phones need to shut off after a certain time. Hmm. But it's our, our responsibility to shut them off, isn't it? But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I think hackers just don't know at all what it's like not to have that, not to have the internet. Like, Boy, it, blows, it blows my, yeah, it blows our kids' mind. Like, well, what do you mean you didn't have the internet? Like, yeah. Yeah, we just didn't have it. Yeah, did it didn't at all? Like, yeah, like, it's, it's, it it wasn't even a thought. No, four crappy channels. Yeah. Probably one TV in the house. Mm-hmm. Your dad had first dibs. You have your cartoons on. And then, you know, that was. Yeah. Whereas now it's uh, you do what you want, you do, we've got what you want. But you'd have your video, whatever it was, be it, I don't know, whatever the video was, and you'd watch that video until the video wore out. Mm. Whereas nowadays, I'm sat there with Jazz and do you want to watch a movie? No, not really, because she's happy watching things in little bite sized chunks. Mm. I've already seen this one, I've already seen this one. And you're going, well, what's wrong with repetition? Mm. I'd watch the programs that much, I knew every single word through mm. it. And movies, how many movies we've watched together? And you go, <laughs> how many times have you watched this movie? I've must have watched it 30 times. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I, I find comfort in that. Just being able to, you know, some nights when you're battered. And, you know, a movie well, You know what, Kev? Up. It's funny enough. You still go back to the movies now, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're, if you're, look, I don't know what to watch. I don't know. I'll watch that. Forrest Gump. Yeah. Forrest Gump's on. Oh, it's only an hour to go. But I know exactly what happens. Mm. I know when to go up, go for a wee. I know when to laugh and I when to cry. And it's like kind of Sean the Dead. All right, half an hour to go. But I'll, I know, I know it inside out. Mm. But I find comfort in that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like now downtime again. Like me and me missus are watching series, and because by the time I finish up here, and then the baby's got to get to bed, she'll be in bed by the time we get home. We've both got to get up in the morning. So I love watching movies, but most movies now are like three hours long. So I like watching series of half an hour to an hour episodes. Because then sometimes I go, you know what? We'll watch another one. We've got time to watch another yeah. one. They're easy to fit in, isn't they? They're easy to fit in. Mm. And even on the weekend, you'll go back to back to back to back. And you watch a whole series in a, in a night or in a mm. day. But a movie, I'm thinking, have I really got two and a half hours spare? And... Mm. Yeah. But that's how I like to spend my damn time. I, I like... Watching the TV, my happy place, I keep saying, on my settee, under my blanket, with my missus or my family. Mm. You know, just sitting there, we're all safe, we're all warm, we're all fed, sitting there chilling. I love that as my downtime. Yeah, yeah. But... I don't think people appreciate that as much anymore, do they? In terms of people think you need to be doing something constant. 
Mm. So I'm the same. I'll sit and watch a series quite happily and just, you know, just chill out, watch that, or mess my bike, or do you know what I mean? Just which I think it's good sometimes, just not doing anything. I love adventures. When I say an adventure, mm. that could be going over Himley. That could be just going to the park. I love it when we all do something as a group and we go out and we stretch our legs and we have a walk. But an adventure can be, as I say, going to the park, going down the common, going to whatever, going to a national trust. It hasn't got to be Alton Towers. Mm. It hasn't got to be London Eye. We think sometimes big is better. Yeah. The key is being together. Yeah. And no matter where you are, rain, sun, snow, ice, if you're all there having a bit of a laugh together, it's a good day, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I find that myself. I think going out in a bit like it, um, with the little one now, even people's houses, like for you to go out, it's like, come on, let's jump in the car and go. Whereas us, it's like, yeah. you've got to think about this plan. Okay, if we're going to that person's house, can we get the wheelchair up in the thing? And all yeah. the time up. I don't go because I'm more knackered thinking about what I've got to do to get there. And I just think, you know what, just leave it. Yeah. It just seems like a lot of, let's just sit on the sofa and watch some crap because it's a lot of hard work. It's well, a lot of hard work getting it out. It's when you've got a baby, that same thing, isn't yeah, it? But when you've it. got uh, yeah, a girl who's nine, and it, a baby you can literally throw on one arm, but it's cows getting bigger. It's it's hard, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's it. Like I say, like most most houses aren't equipped for you to just like even even my family's houses. Yeah. Like well, Callie's never been in my mum's because she's in a flat up some stairs. You know, yeah. you just you just you've got to oh, oh, think about stuff. So it's not like because nothing better than a spontaneous. Let's just go and pop there. Yeah. Let's just go and do that and, and do that today and come back. But it's uh, it's just not like that. And wheelchairs are different, aren't they? Like the old wheelchairs, like my granddad Bernard was in, and I got one in uh, for the day to the moment. And it's they were little things, and like to get up a step, you put your foot on the back, you get up the curb, and you get them in. Mm. But now they're like little tanks, aren't they? Like these scooters, a lot of them, mm. and he can't just get them up onto a step or get them. Like to get into my house, she wouldn't be able to because that, you know, the step in the curb. Yeah, I mean, some still have them kickbacks on, but that's, uh, <laughs> we're going down a different route there. But we, we're getting in the house, but it just mean lifting it up. But again, yeah. you, you're thinking about it, and then you're thinking, well, what when I got there, is your house suitable for her? And what I mean yeah. is, yeah. if she, if we don't want to keep her in a chair constantly, she'll want to get out. Mm. And she can't get out in your because she'd destroy your place and be pulling stuff off the tap. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not as, um, and then she'd be banging off everything which could hurt her because it's not, you know, so you have to think about kind of everything um, when you get when, when you do anything. And that's effective, like, as you said, you can't have like, so many spontaneous moments. Yeah. So that's effective, do you think? Oh, don't, it's, it doesn't affect me. All it does is, like, if I know we're going somewhere, so let's say you you invite me around to your house without our kid, I'd just, I'd stress as much about going there about... Making sure what we're gonna take when we get there, how we're gonna keep her occupied, and what we, you know, how we're gonna get her in the house. I just think I shouldn't be getting stressed about going to my friend's house. Yeah, but it does. It's stress-inducing, stress-inducing. Just thinking about it. It's tough, then, isn't it? Because do you feel like sometimes you guys miss out on stuff? Or... Um, yeah and no. Obviously, you do miss out on stuff, but it depends what you're missing as well. Because yeah. Because as long as they're your family around you, mm. you what you're missing, really. 
I think that's. I found that with the pub trade, you know, for, for years, obviously working in the pub trade, and uh, people were like, uh, "Wonder, oh, you you missed a lot of your youth because you was working and all that." And I thought, well, but that one, it wasn't really like it was nice going out with people and going out with friends, but that's that's not what like what what I really missed is spending time with the family. Mm. You know, to me, not going out with friends, you were all in the boxing, don't you? Like, oh, he, he, you know, he's 25 now and he's never had a drink or been out with his mates. You think, well, when you're older, you realise, actually, that's not the thing you should be missing. The night's out and whatever else. Not really that important. It's a time you've missed away from your family. I think it's like, as you get older as well, I see, like, don't get me wrong, every so often, I love going out, having a real good drink and playing up and did it. What can we do it all the time now? No. Nah. You know, uh, well, they call it sacrifice, you know. I just think that's no sacrifice to me, really. No, missing a few nights out, not really. And it's wanting to be there with them because you know, well, we, we speak about it a lot, don't we? Like, you sacrifice a lot of your family time to take lads boxing, yeah. Now, you're, you're doing it, you said earlier, you're doing it less and less because you're realizing actually the importance of being at home. Now, that was sacrifice, yeah, but not going out for a beer with your friends. Every once in a while, it's not really that sacrifice, is it? No, as I said, I've got a good team around us at, at the moment, so they are taking the lads out and they're, they're eager. You know, I'll always be there, and their coach, and I'll always be there to help. And I'll go to championships and go to some bouts. But when you're out all the time, and you think, well, when I get poorly, are my boxers going to be looking after me mm. and caring for me? Can I say this to a lot of coaches? You will love your boxer more than they love you. They will love you mm -hmm. in their own way while you serve a purpose. And if you look at them, invite you to the wedding and everything. But not to ten, when they finish boxing, when they play football or tennis or cricket or bowling or badminton, whatever they do, they're in your life. Yeah. You are consistent. You're here. How many children at the moment are bad? They become daddies and they're now bringing their kids. They've gone on at a full life. And I'm still here. Mm. You know, me and mom, <laughs> the <two> consistent, <laughs> you know, still come here. And it's, they go off, have a life, and they go, oh, as soon as they can box, I brought them here. But nine times out of ten, if you're very lucky, that one person out of ten, care if I've had enough, I'm, I'm packing it in. Mm. I've, I've fell out of love with a game, or I've, you know, nine times out of ten, they just don't turn up. Yeah. And, you go, and then you don't see, see him again. It's not like, I've had enough, care, but you know what? I'm going to come up every now and again and see you. Or just thank you for the 10 years. Yeah. Thank you for the six months. I don't like boxing no more. Mm. I, I hope you're well. Stay in touch. Mm. You know, it's very rare you have that. But you will sacrifice your children, your friends' weddings, the funerals, the, all these things, booking your family holiday around for other people. Mm. You, you know, care about you in their own way but once you stop serving your purpose they'll drop you like you know anything and realize now as you get older i'm thinking i'll be there for you you need a talk but my little girl yeah i'm taking her to the park my little girl there i'm gonna go and watch her dancing mm. and it's putting things in priorities yeah yeah it is uh, that, that's an age thing isn't it it is growing up and you realize i think you realize more when your kids uh are, come along because how fast the time goes. Yeah. I'll look at my, my oldest now who's uh you know just flying up when I just think where where 
<laughs> I remember you being born. It seemed like yesterday. Yeah. Like, where's that time go? You know, uh, Calla nine years old now, and you see what? Where's that gone? Yeah. Where's that time gone? Um, and you do, don't you? And you uh, you appreciate then what you actually have missed and what you have sacrificed in terms of of that. It's not night out. It's there's a sacrifice. It's the it's the time with your family. And your downtime, you want to spend with him. Don't get mm. me wrong. Sometimes when um, I'm not up here, and you actually have to ask yourself, mm. and you go, <laughs> "This is great." Yeah. Going on the set, you go, "I might have a nap." That's brilliant. But I was sure in lockdown, too much of a good thing, too yeah. much of nothing, too much of downtime with no purpose, no vision, no direction in your life. It's hell in its own right. Mm. You know, just sitting there all the time thinking, I've watched everything on Netflix. Me and my daughter have played every physical <laughs> game. We have made everything we can out of cardboard boxing. We've painted every picture. What next? Yeah. So a downtime is great. Like a weekend's great when you've worked all week. Mm. When every day is the weekend, it's funny how bored you get. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. enjoy your downtime for what it is. Downtime. But fill your other time with stuff. Yeah. That's it. That's what I'll do today. That'll yeah. do. Excuse me, yeah. What's uh, I had a lovely saying earlier. I always love my sayings. And it was, um, if you chase butterflies, they'll fly away. But if you create a beautiful garden, they'll come and find you. So make you make you the best person you can be. And you'll attract the world. Well, guys, we've got Dave coming on next week. Um, it's got a very interesting story. So tune in, spread the word, please subscribe and share. Until we see each other next time, I want you all to take care of yourselves and each other. Try a bit. Listen, listen, listen. And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you would like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. Until we talk next time, tarot a bit. Listen, listen, listen.